0: The name John Burge is notorious in Chicago history and in the city's history of police misconduct. Burge oversaw the torture of criminal suspects, often leading to false confessions. Now a new project called the Chicago Police Torture Archive aims to make that history better known. It features videos and written profiles of torture survivors, some who spent decades in prison. Allison Flowers with the journalism nonprofit The Invisible Institute is an executive director of the site. We spoke earlier, and I asked her to tell us more about John Burge.
1: John Burge is a former Chicago police commander, and he and his crew, called the Midnight Crew... Of officers that he trained tortured more than a hundred black people from the 1970s and 1990s, and many of these uh, torture sessions yielded confessions and wrongful convictions. Burge never faced consequences for the torture. The statute of limitations was up. He was fired from the police department, but he did go to federal prison on perjury charges for lying about the torture. And up until his death, a couple years ago, he earned a police pension.
0: Is there an example of a survivor's story in this uh, public archive that really stands out to you?
1: Yes, there's a torture survivor, James Gibson, who wrote 10,000 letters while he was in prison seeking help. And actually, while he was still in county jail, John Burge called him up. He called him the N-word, said, you're never getting out. And over uh, the next several decades that James spent in prison, he turned down different deals uh, to get out, including a $5 million offer, um, which said that, you know, we'll give you this, but you when you get out, you can't pursue a certificate of innocence. And so he refuses that deal. 30 years later, he gets out. They drop the bogus double murder charges against him. Yet the special prosecutor, fights him on obtaining a certificate of innocence and you know it's more than the compensation from the state of illinois it's also an acknowledgement of the harm so james does obtain that certificate of innocence and he's currently engaged in ongoing federal civil rights litigation with the city if there's one thing that we want people to take away from this archival site is that it's in many ways a misnomer to call this an archive Yes, these things happened in the past, but this is still very much a part of the city's present.
0: And Allison, as you've been putting this archive together, is there a specific person or a type of person that you picture browsing through this material? And what do you hope they get from it?
1: Well, so many community members contributed to this site with their, with their photographs. It's just certainly a place that lawyers and journalists, academics, um, who can uh, go to the primary source documents, Um, This is something that people have been asking for for a long time. And the people's law office who donated their extensive legal archive to the Posen center at U of C who then asked us to take it on and digitize it and curate it. Um, You know, this is now the first official uh, human rights documentation of the birch abuse, but the people that I really want to look at it are, is the city and the judges and the, and cook County. Uh, This Archive demonstrates a pattern and practice of unconstitutional policing in Chicago, and that has consequences. And what do you think
0: still needs to be done to achieve justice for survivors?
1: Well, I think unearthing these cases and taking a look at them again is very important. Um, The torture survivors who have been Release. Some of them have received compensation uh, from the city of Chicago. Some of uh, them received the part of the reparations package, but many more remain in prison. And those cases uh, desperately need a proper review. There is a special prosecutor who's been assigned, uh, but you know he's been given instructions by a judge to use a scalpel, not a sledgehammer, and that really minimizes the scale of the abuse. So. It's not a chapter that's over in the city's history and casting it that way is really the first part of affecting change here is to really recognize that this is an ongoing problem. And just as journalists, activists and lawyers came together to uncover the verge torture, to push for reparations, we actually need to keep on this unfinished business.
0: Allison Flowers is an executive editor of the new Chicago Police Torture Archive, which you can find at chicagopolicetorturearchive.com. This is WBEZ.